0: Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. The story I'd like to share in today's episode comes from Seneca's On Tranquility of Mind essay and features some interesting and entertaining details from the life of a philosopher called Julius Canus. Seneca's underlying motivation for holding Canus up as a role model in this story was to demonstrate how one can maintain a calm mind in the face of adversity. What he was essentially saying was that if you can learn to accept the things that you can't control, then you're better able to focus on the things you do control. As a result, you're more likely to make the best of a bad situation and save yourself a lot of anxiety in the process. What Julius has faced is likely to be a lot more extreme than what most of us will face on a daily basis, but this is encouraging in itself. If someone can maintain tranquility of mind in the direst of circumstances, Surely it can be done when the stakes aren't so high. Here's what Seneca said, then, about the Stoic philosopher Julius Canus. Julius Canus, a man of greatness that few possess, whom not even the fact of his being born in our times prevents us from admiring, had been involved in a lengthy dispute with Gaius, and when he was taking his leave, Philaris said to him, In case you happen to take comfort in a foolish hope, I have given orders for your execution. Thank you, best of emperors, said Canis in reply. I hesitate to say what he meant, for many possibilities occurred to me. Did he wish to be insulting and to show how great his cruelty was when it made death a kindness? Or was it a reproach he aimed at his daily display of madness? For those whose children were murdered used to thank him, no less than those whose property was confiscated. Or did he accept death as a fortunate release from captivity? Whatever the explanation, it was a great-hearted response. Someone will say it was possible after this that Gaius might order his life to be spared. Canus had no fear of this. In such orders, Gaius was known to be true to his word. Do you believe that Canis spent the ten days that intervened before his execution without the slightest anxiety? What that man said, what he did, how tranquil he was... Strain all credulity. He was playing drafts when the centurion who was dragging off a troop of condemned men gave the order for him as well to be summoned. When he was called, he counted the pieces and said to his companion, Mind you don't pretend you won after I'm dead. Then with a nod to the centurion he added, You will testify that I was one piece ahead? Do you suppose that Canis played a game at that board? It was a game at the expense of death. His friends were sad at the prospect of losing such a man. Why are you sorrowful, he said? You ask if souls are immortal. I will soon know. And even at the end, he did not cease to search for the truth and to make his own death a subject for examination. He was being accompanied by his own instructor in philosophy, and by this time they were not far from the hill on which a daily sacrifice was made to our god Caesar. This man said... What thoughts are in your head at this moment, Canis? Or what is your state of mind? He replied, I have determined to note whether the soul is aware that it is quitting the body when that swiftest of moments arrives. And he promised that if he did make some recovery, he would go around his friends and reveal to them what the condition of souls really is. Here is tranquility in the midst of the storm. Here is a mind worthy of immortality one that calls upon its own fate to make proof of the truth, that when poised to take that final step, questions the departing soul and learns, not only right up to the time of death, but wishes to learn something from death itself, no one has practised the philosopher's art any longer. So great a man shall not be abandoned hastily. We must speak his name with respectful lips, most glorious of souls, greatest of those slaughtered by Gaius, I will make you live in the minds of all to come. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews, John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom, and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.